I'm Kyla Graham. I run Synergy Accounting Advisory. I'm a nonprofit CPA passionate about helping nonprofit leaders get comfortable talking about money. I focus on accounting, consulting, and education. So I'm your nonprofit ace. Welcome to the podcast. Any accounting, business, and tax advice contained in this here podcast is not intended as a thorough in-depth analysis of specific issues, nor is it a substitute for formal information, nor is it sufficient to avoid tax-related penalties. If you have specific questions that you need advice for, be sure to schedule a strategy session and not solely rely on information in this podcast. All right, back to the episode. Today, I am with nonprofit leader, Sabrina Walker-Hernandez, and I'm super excited for you to hear our conversation. All right, listen up. Well, hey, welcome to another episode of the Nonprofit Ace Podcast. I'm your host, Kyla Graham, Synergy Accounting Advisory. We are a virtual accounting firm helping more nonprofits get comfortable talking about money. And today, we're talking with Sabrina Walker-Hernandez of Saving World Hope, supporting World Hope, right? I am making things up. See? (laughs) I was so confident, too. I was like, in my head, I saw the words, and I was like, that is a U and not an A. Please, please bear with me. (laughs) Um, So, so so excited to talk to Sabrina. We've been on her live recording, so we've done a session with her, and now it's our turn to get to ask her some questions, so super excited about that. And Sabrina, (laughs) welcome. What are you celebrating? Well, I'm actually celebrating that I am here right now with you. I just finished up a strategic planning uh, session in Columbus, Ohio, my first flight since the pandemic, and I'm doing this interview from the airport. So I'm celebrating the fact that I am just had enough courage to get on the airplane, <laughs> do the strategic planning session. And now um, from here, I'm going to go and do another session in Dallas. So I feel pretty good. I feel pretty proud of myself. <laughs> so the people now know that you do strategic planning. Tell us some more about you. So a little bit about myself. You know, I've been in the nonprofit industry for over 25 years. I, I've worked in direct services. I've worked in operations. I've worked as a CEO for the last past 15 years before I retired. I have a certification from in nonprofit management from Harvard Business School. So I've kind of looked at all of the spectrums of nonprofit. I do actually happen to love working with board of directors. Most people think that's strange, but I like working with boards of directors. If you get that synergy right, everything, you know, is critical for the organization so no definitely oh before we get too far in where should people follow you on if you're on social media so what are your handles yes so i am on social media on instagram um the underscore nonprofit expert and then everywhere else you can find me at supporting world hope that's facebook and on linkedin you just my name Sabrina Walker Hernandez. And I do have a Facebook group that that's really good. And I'm not just saying it because I'm the administrator (laughs) for the group. I really try to go in and cater to people and ask, answer and ask the questions. So that's nonprofit professionals with the S exchange. Got it. So we will link those in the show notes. So don't worry if you did not write it down. Hopefully the hyperlinks work. (laughs) (laughs) Or but you get copy from there. So Sabrina, what one of the things I like to cover are sort of the 
the pillars. Mm-hmm. So at Synergy, we talk about mission, we talk about priorities, tools, and storytelling. And I want to know about your mission and what led you to this work. Like, how does it connect with your work with nonprofits? So as far as my work with nonprofits and, and starting my company, in 2018, I was diagnosed um, with cancer, lymphoma, and multiple myeloma. And I started this company because those cancers are brought on by stress. Mm-hmm. And, and I started the company to support those nonprofit leaders who are often, you know, overworked, you know, stressed out or overwhelmed. And I just wanted to give them a place where they can go get resources where they don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, I have 25 years of experience, 25 years of sample documents, 25 years of all of that. And I thought, I want to help someone because I don't want them to go down the same road that I did. That is, I think we underestimate how much stress. Yes. I remember I, I also had a cancer diagnosis and I was, they were like, you're so young. And I'm just like, I don't, I, yeah. don't, I don't have any answers for you. Yeah, um, <laughs> it is. This is what happened and this yeah. is what I have to deal with. But stress is very, stress can impact your health and it's very stressful when you're running a nonprofit. Yeah. So as you've, you've got 25 years of experience, you now provide these resources. What is the thing that you wish more organizations were prioritizing? Okay. So one of the things that I wish that, I wish that they would prioritize their boards more. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear a lot of nonprofit professional goes, why do I even need a board? Or my board <laughs> doesn't do anything or, you know, and so I start pushing back and I said, okay, how did you select your board members? How did you educate your board members? Do, have you told them what they need to do? Do you have a job description? Do they understand their role in fundraising? Any of that. And usually I get cricket because they haven't done anything. They just think that, oh, I got these people on my board and they're supposed to know what to do. And they don't. So. I, people under us, like, thank you for selecting me. What yeah. Am I- yeah. What am I supposed to do now? <laughs> My mom, my mom served on the board of an organization and she was like, it wasn't until her second term that she felt like she was, she knew what to do. And so you have to give them that time to like learn the role and then it's like, oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Or or yeah, education, you know, bring them on, do an orientation that will eliminate some of that frustration. Because like you said, it takes you, you get on a board and you don't have an orientation. You don't know what's going on. You sit back for a year trying to figure out what is going on and that's a waste of time that's time that good people could be helping you fundraise good people could be helping you making connections because they got on the board to help yeah but when you don't give them a path to and tell them this is what I need or this is this is how you help this is this is what fundraising is this is what capacity building is this is what governance is then they're kind of just sitting there waiting to discover and make themselves a role basically they're creating themselves a role and you you and our CEOs and then you have the nerve to get upset with them man they should be upset with you <laughs> like I volunteered to give myself more work God. yeah <laughs> yep so yes you need a board <laughs> and I wish people understood that better <laughs> well do you have any tools or resources that you think might help them better manage that or yeah, I do. In my group, you know, um, 
In my resource library, I provide sample board education plans, the recruitment process. Who do you recruit? How do you recruit them? And once you recruit them, how do you how do you bring them on board? How do you orientate them? You know, what's their job description? When do you talk to them about fundraising? A lot mm -hmm. of people don't even talk to them about fundraising. You need to talk to them about fundraising in the recruitment process. <laughs> you don't need to glaze over that because, oh, I might lose a good board member because I'm talking about money. No, they need to understand that it's a fundraising board. And not only that, they also need to understand, I have this whole philosophy around fundraising. You know, people get, when, pe when you say fundraising, people automatically assume you're, you're focusing in on asking for money. And for mm -hmm. me, that's only 5% of the fundraising process. So they need to understand that. It, it, it'll help make them better. So job descriptions, again, agreement, understanding that personal giving is a part of it, understanding fundraising is a part of it, understanding that, you know, we're on this board and we have to develop policies. It's all of those things. So yeah, in my resource library, I, I have the job description. I have 120 hours. People want to know how much time am I committing to being a board member? Yes. And so I broke it down, you know, 120 hours, this many hours is meeting time, this many hours is advocacy, this many hours is fundraising. So to give people a clear idea about what they're getting into. So check out my, check out my resource library. Yeah. Yes. Good. So clearly, you know, I usually ask about resources, but you've given them all to us. So <laughs> not ask you that question before you go. Yeah. So my last question, though, before you go, you've been so gracious, but is there any last tidbits or one anything that you're like, you know, people should ask about this more or get some more information about this other topic? Mm -hmm. I think that people should ask, you know, when I saw that question, I was thinking, I'm gonna go a little bit different. I want people to stop asking about grants. Oh my God, that's what I want them to stop asking about. <laughs> Especially if you're a new organization, one to three years, you know, in your accounting business, they ain't ready. They're yeah. just not ready. But they get they get there. They I see people like, I got my 501c3. Where can I get grants now? And I'm like, you can't. <laughs> give it a minute. Ready. Yes, you gotta give it, give it a minute. So to go back to the original question, I wish people would focus on building relationships, prioritizing building relationships with the individuals in their community, because that's going to be your first round of fundraising. That's going to be your first round of resources. You know, your board, going to your Rotary Club, your civic clubs and speaking and getting money through there. That's going to be the first round. And the only way you're going to get those funds is if you are building relationships. You know, there's just people that start nonprofits and they're the founders or, the, or they hire these CEOs and they think they can run their organization from their desk and you can't. No. You have to get out. You have to network. You have to build relationships. So to your original question, <laughs> focus on building relationships. That's 60% of the fundraising process. <laughs> like you said, people underestimate that. Mm -hmm. They think it's easy and I remember one organization called me they're like you know we think we need an account and I was just like okay we're you know what's going on they're like we're having our first fundraiser and I was like oh all right mm -hmm. and so I called them a week after the fundraiser and I was like how will it go mm -hmm. and of course I I knew what I was expecting as a response mm -hmm. um, and I didn't call them because I was like ha 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 ha, ha. but right. I needed I think it's helpful for organizations to 
feel what it's like to have your fun first fundraiser. Yes. Because no one can tell you what to expect mm-hmm. and you fully comprehend until you go through it. Until you're tired so, on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, you're having the fundraiser. We can talk after because I need to see how you feel now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, we're not going to do it because no one showed up. And I'm like, well, you're new. Like, it's yep. hard for people to give. Like, mm-hmm. how many organizations do you give to the first time you hear about them? Exactly. You don't. You don't. You need to learn about them. You need to know who, who are the people I'm supporting, what's the work that they're doing. And so remembering it's not just, we feed all the hungry children. Exactly. Don't you feed them? Exactly. Well, yeah, <laughs> I want to feed them. <laughs> Tell me why I should give you the money, though. Yeah, um, yeah, to help so. you feed them. No, the, yeah, and building that relationship and making people understand, you know, like know, like, and trust you. It's as simple mm-hmm. as that. So, thank you so much, Sabrina. I thank know you. I can trust you, and I'm no. so excited that we got a chance to talk. So, everyone, be sure to check the show notes for the links for Sabrina's resources. Sabrina, have a safe flight. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Nonprofit Ace Podcast. Until next time. Bye.